this morning. Mm-hmm. I had to close windows and <laughs> I had to turn off the fan to my bed and everything. Holy crud. This is, uh, I don't know that. I think Texas weather is set up so that you can't get used to it. You know? Yeah. Because it's like we were getting there where it was like leaving everything open because it was 64, 65 degrees, mm-hmm. you know, at night. And it was like 74, 75 in the day. Absolutely beautiful. But uh, that was that was just really cold this mm-hmm. morning. I got up probably about four o'clock in the morning and the room still hasn't recovered from it. So, yeah, you're it, all bundled up. <laughs> yeah, because it's cold. Mm-hmm. I was and I also came from being in my grow room so it was yeah. warm yeah <laughs> and like i came up here it's in it was the like 80s whoa in the grow room in so right yeah okay yeah ideal germination temperature mm-hmm. 75 to 85 degrees yeah you know you got you're closer to the 85 it feels like i know it's not but it's just such a shock from one room into that room mm-hmm. so but oh, it uh, definitely was closer to 85 when it was 70 outside mm-hmm. and the sun was beaming in there it was it got pretty oh, hot yeah, there and no, i was no, like oh god I was like, are we cooking? <laughs> so, but, uh, so 14 pounds. I just stepped on the scale today. I, last time I stepped on the scale, hadn't done anything. I was just curious as to what it was. So yeah, I'm down a total of 14 pounds right now. And awesome. I feel weird amounts of energy. So that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So I've come to realize that since most of my food, or most of me food right now is just texture over taste, Mm -hmm. that I'm just going to start cutting out um, a lot of the stuff that makes food delicious to most, most, in most cases. Why not? Right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, so I'm just going to take advantage of this the best I can, but we're going to try the burned orange today. Mm -hmm. Right? So hopefully that'll help bring back some, but it's good. Just, it's to the point where it's just depressing like not tasting anything but. it's been depressing it's yeah so it just sucks mm-hmm. so but i mean you know what are you gonna do i mean we're just gonna try everything we can the sgb shots the next one but it's a thousand dollars a shot so and uh i don't spend money on myself and especially things like that when we have so many other things going on right now so but uh, yeah, good times, good times. And with that said, welcome to the afternoon dive for the stupid podcast on everything. Where I'm Joey, I'm Kiki, and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time by two people who are actually got stuff to talk about on a free for all Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna start because I'm toxic right now. So huh, I finally got a call. I got a call back on the truck. Oh, so. Man. Now, those of you who have been listening and know that my truck has now, you know, exceeded two weeks of, you know, not working and uh, they lost my truck first. Really frustrating. Right. I had Mm -hmm. to go down there to find my truck after being on hold for almost an hour. That's just on hold for almost an hour while, you know, the person who was there at the desk literally was like, well, my phone's not ringing. It's like. Yeah, well, that doesn't seem to be my problem. My problem right now is that I've been on hold for this long, and you guys have lost my effing truck. So to them ordering the wrong part, telling me it was the ECM, me saying from the very beginning, I don't think it's the ECM. I think there's an electrical short. It may have, pro- may have caused the ECM problem, but I think there's an electrical short. So I get a phone call this morning from them, and... 
you know, got to call me Mr. Joey, which just drives me crazy. Just call me Joey. I get it, you know, but whatever. So, Mr. Joey, how's it going? I said, I don't know, Morgan. How's it going? You know, mm-hmm. knowing. She's like, oh, I, I hate this part of my job. It wasn't the ECM, was it? Oh, no, it was the ECM for sure. It's just that we got it in there and it fried instantly. So there's something else really wrong with your truck. Yes, because it's not the ECM. It is an electrical short of my truck that caused the ECM to fry. This isn't my issue. This isn't my problem. My problem is that I don't have a truck. I need a truck. My truck, preferably. But you guys literally didn't listen. And they didn't listen. I said... And I get it. They've got a whole bunch of stuff that's going on there internally and logistically. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm trying to be patient. And I am actually very proud of myself that I didn't instantly blow up. You know? And it was like, and I didn't sit there and go, hey, you know, we have 52,000 listeners on our little podcast right now. <laughs> but it's just, you know, just to like, just be like, this is ridiculous. Why aren't you listening? Why? Why? Why mm-hmm. did you? I, I had another mechanic look at it. Says, hey, you've got an electrical short somewhere. I'm not going to be able to find it. You guys replaced, you know, something that you wanted to charge me thousands of dollars for. It fried out. I'm like, because there's an electrical short. How is this not understood that there is an electrical short in the truck? This is stupid. You know, and the thing is, an electrical short, you, you, you know, you just use a tester. That's all you do. You start yeah. testing wires and connections. You start t- testing your current in those connections until you find a fault. And then when you find a fault, you replace the fault. A lot of times, seriously, a lot of times, it's a little fray of wire. That's it. it causes a huge issue. And I know... They're not going to be charging me for that ECM because I straight out said it from the very beginning. My mechanic, I agree. There's an electrical short. I'm not going to troubleshoot an electrical short on my truck. Oh, well, it's out of warranty. I don't care. So, yeah. So as of right now, I still have no truck. And now they're like, "Uh, well, we're going to call you back. Okay, call me back. And I'm very tempted that when they call me back to have you put on that record button and just put them on speaker just so we have this call. Because this is this is absolutely they're being nice. That's the thing that's saving them right now. The customer service with especially Morgan, the girl who's been uh, calling me on a regular basis, extremely professional, extremely nice and, and trying her best to, you know, I know she was bracing for impact on on the call and I just didn't want to do it because she was nice. Because she was courteous and because she was respectful. Unlike our dispatchers, mm-hmm. who I'm going to have to murder. I'm going to have to make a flight overseas just to murder them. Because I straight out called them out for a lack of communication. And they ignored me on the lack of communication. So then this morning, they popped up a text, ignored it. Hello? Ignored it. Are you guys at the drop? Ignored it. Hey. We just need to know if you're at the drop or not. I'm, I'm my response. Yeah, it sucks when people don't communicate, doesn't it? And it's like, and then they're telling me that one of the largest dispatching companies in the world. Okay. They're telling me, oh yeah, they suck. We don't work with them. Except that I know for a fact that we were working with them because there were loads that I showed before and said, Hey, this is the load. 
and they grab the load from this company. So they're suddenly this dispatch company is garbage and we're not working. You know what? And the last time they said that, they said that about Rincam and that was because Rincam dumped us. You know, so I'm like, OK. So I'm just going to have to find a new dispatcher at this point and start really looking around. This is really frustrating to me. I literally feeling like if you're just not going to tell me the truth and you're not going to communicate with me and you're not going and you're going to discount everything that I say and then you're going to demand communication. No, no, I'm giving you guys a ridiculous percentage, a ridiculous percentage. I looked, I've been looking at the market percentage, a ridiculous percentage for this market right now. So the thought that, you know, I'm just going to sit back and, and let attitudes happen. Mm, and, you know, that's what it is. Because mm -hmm. I straight out went to, I, I went right to Frank one-on-one. -on -one. I'm like, what's the fucking issue? You know, like, what issue? I don't, I don't have an issue. I'm like, I'm sorry. You guys can't even give me the courtesy of responding to what I say. And you're telling me that you don't have an issue. My, my job's to find you load, sir. And you suck at it, Frank. So what do you want? Because you sit there and you tell me it's not us, it's the market. You tell me it three weeks after I call you out for it. You didn't tell me that first week, second week. None of it. It's like, no. I'm just sick of this. It's like, and then it's like, you know, we just, we're fighting. And, and the stupid thing is, is, is that we're fighting to do good things. We're not running garbage loads, you know. Mm -hmm. We're trying to run loads that help people. We're trying to run loads that benefit I, you know what? I could just literally just say, you know what? I'm just going to haul arms for the military. Literally, it's a great job. Pays really well. But I don't think that, you know, ethically I could handle it. And because uh, just there's just issues and there's issues that I know are issues, you know, and it's like and I sit and I look at it and it's like, OK, and I'm trying. I'm trying. Anyway, that's me right now. That's <laughs> that's my blah, you know. The good good thing is, is that, you know, clothing came in for Lily today that we ordered before Christmas, finally, mm. you know, so she was happy. Literally, I think it was her birthday. So, yeah, no, it was like right after Amy's birthday. So it was right after December that she wanted this. And I was like, OK, you know, I'm just glad her girl outfit came at a decent time. But, yeah. you know, and it's like, OK. <sighs> and then we had another scammer try want us to sponsor on their po uh, want to sponsor us on our podcast oh yeah yeah but we would have to, they wanted us to sign rights over to them for the podcast that they sponsor that doesn't what? i'm not gonna do that yeah it's like i didn't even know we were getting scam sponsors yeah. oh yeah no i've got well i've got it's marketing and so of course scammers come out of the woodwork to for everything else including one guy's like, hey, I can guarantee you a million listeners. I'm like, great. Show me your track record and show me a podcast that I can call and verify. Give me the contact information and the metrics that I can verify that you've given them a thousand listeners. Nothing. I'm not hearing anything. Well, <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah. Go figure that, you know, people promise the world. But boy, the moment you talk to them. You know, and you want to call it out. And I'm sick of these online marketing guru bullshit artists. Oh, my God. 
they are all the same bullshit, cookie-cutter, lying sacks of human garbage. If you are listening to this podcast, trying to decide whether or not you're going to market for this podcast, you really should know who the hell I am. You really should look me up before you sit there and tell me how, you know, I don't understand the way that marketing works. Yeah, that's literally what one of the answers was. Because I sat there and I was like, great, I just need to see, I want to see your metrics. I want to see what your base is. I want to see where, where they're generating out of. Because, look, I'll do respect. If I see, you know, a ridiculous abundance of listeners coming from overseas, from countries that are generally where English isn't a first or second language, where there isn't a large military presence from the U.S., then I'm going to be suspect, right? And then if I get somebody, because if we do get somebody that sponsors, and they get no response, right? They're going to delist us right off the bat. If 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 a if a you know let let's say a local company wanted to sponsor us, okay? Mm-hmm. Yesterday, uh, yesterday, well, this week we talked about Miss Rhonda's, Miss mm-hmm. Rhonda's popcorn, right? And she came to us and she goes, "Hey guys, I you know what?" And she's just got a little brick and mortar, and she's like, "I want to sponsor you guys." I would say no. Because we don't have enough people within Palestine itself for you to generate the return that you're going to need. Mm-hmm. Period. Makes sense. Yeah. It's like, because she doesn't have an online store. She's not, you know, internationally shipping out of, you know, a major manufacturing facility that she got for a song type situation. Mm-hmm. This woman's making the stuff herself. You know, up, in t- up until recently, as far as I know, she was having to drive down to Houston to make her stuff and then drive back up like but oh no you don't understand the big brands did it the big brands still want to see returns they still want to see a metric they still want to see the numbers it doesn't matter how big a brand it is mm-hmm. so i'm just like i i'm i'm gonna take no sponsors right now i'm gonna continue to grow grow our listener base i'm gonna continue to try to provide the content i'm gonna make sure that our foundation is right and that we're start working on the things that we need to do before I sit there and go, all right, now let's go after Reebok or let's go after, you know, Coca-Cola or whoever. It ends up being Whataburger, you know, for out here in and out because of us. <laughs> so or even Dutch Bros if we got lucky. But, you know, I just I, I just I'm, I'm baffled by what people do and what they're doing is they're setting up branding and they're failing it. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's literally throwing a fishing net out in the water. Not knowing if there's any fish, but telling somebody that you're going to catch them a bunch of fish. And then they pull up nothing, but they bought all the net and all the equipment and did all the work and everything else. And they got nothing to show for it. I've looked at the biggest killers of podcasts, you know, and we're not doing that. We're not doing any of that. We haven't slowed down our podcast. In fact, you've got a special podcast that's going to be out tomorrow, right? Yes, hopefully. Um, Why don't you derail me and talk about that so I can take a deep breath and calm down? (laughs) Well... Um, Nikki is going to sit down in Joey's spot and we, her and I are, you know, going to do a little bit of drinking and have a special episode where we just talk and hang out and, you know, basically go over the things, you know, she's got a job, go over that Mm -hmm. stuff, talk about those things, you know, where the, you know, it's just, it's a different, it's a different dynamic. It's a different, you know connection so it'll be a lot more um i don't know just girly (laughs) (laughs) that makes sense things that i'm not relatable to yeah so that's the that's the plan um hopefully we'll get that 
you know, recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, once I know specifically what time it'll be out tomorrow, I will uh, post about it, okay. obviously. But um, hopefully it'll become a regular, like, maybe twice a month thing that we just sit down and just bleh all the things that have been going on <laughs> because it would be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Her and I can talk for forever. <laughs> so Yeah. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. It, it's well all of us can and when the three of us get together to talk we just man we just don't stop like literally i feel sorry because generally we're in a restaurant where we're just going and talking and the server's like trying to figure out where they can wedge themselves in to, <laughs> to help us or anything like that but so that's that's exciting i'm actually looking forward to listening to that because i do listen to our podcast and i listen to it you know regularly because i want to hear where i can improve or what i did wrong or did right and you know, and things like that. So that's that's good. But uh, how's the grow room coming right now? Um. Well, I still haven't gotten the the lights up yet. Um, I was planning on doing that this morning, and uh, I'll probably talk about how this morning went on yeah. the episode with Nikki because mm-hmm. it was just drama with tabby again because oh no it was picture day (laughs) so Mm. how dare she not look like a rat going to school um so she was angry all morning and i had to deal with that but uh after i took them to school and came back i was like i said plan uh, planned on getting i planned on getting quite a bit done Mm -hmm. um and ended up getting getting outside to check on on my seedlings outside my peas are finally starting to sprout so that's exciting um the lettuce and the carrots are still going strong um and that's all that's all that i have right now outside um and then i took roxy out with me and she went to the bathroom no issues ran around a little bit played with her came back inside brought her into the the grow room with me and i was planning on setting the lights up and I was standing there and just mentally looking at it and planning what I was going to do with everything. Turned all the lights off. Figured out that I was going to put the uh, multi-plug on top of everything because then it'd be easier. It's a shorter distri- distance from the top shelf mm-hmm. to all the shelves the lights will be on than on the floor. And so, because that was the original thing that I was going to be struggling with was that there were a lot of instead of doing things in series of three so if i you know plug it in on one side it's coming out of the same side so all the lights you know can stay in the same area i only have them in strings of two mm-hmm. and so then i put them in and then or i'm sorry it would come out on the other side when i did strings of three and go in one side and then connect to the middle one and then connect to the last one and then the the end of the uh string would be on the other side okay when i do it with two it comes back to the same side so if I'm connecting other, uh, if I'm connecting them in a line or I'm connecting two different shelves of lights to each other, it just makes it so much harder to plan around that because in the lights that are ending in a weird area, I just, I can't do anything about it. So it's just, yeah. it was starting to, it's starting to really get, it was getting really hard to plan out how it was going to connect it all. And so I tried not to overwhelm you. No, it's not that it's overwhelming. I just have to figure out how I'm going to do it because I the the biggest issue right now is that the new set of shelves are shorter Mm -hmm. and they're the perfect size for the grow lights. So two on those shelves and they're they they don't I don't have to add any extra weird things. I can add a third light in the middle if I need to. But two, you know, one light across is 
one end of one shelf to the end of the other. Okay. And the more that I add to the shelf, the more lights that I add to the shelf, the less I have to worry about them staying sideways instead of um, sitting normally how I would have them there so that I can fit all of, you know, just line up a bunch of different seedling trays. And, but the longer shelves are not like that. They are too short to have two lights side by side, but they're too long to have them line up in a way that won't overcrowd whatever's in the center. It'll be too much light in the center. I got you. And so it it's become a struggle trying to fit both sides of it into it without making too much of a hassle. So, like, my brain keeps telling me, like, I, I'm just trying to figure out how, like, where I should have seedlings that need the light like super super close to them and where i should have the seedlings that don't need the light super close to them and i'm thinking that on the smaller shelves i'll line up three lights and then take up two different shelves with that and then on the other one have however many lights just kind of staggered staggered about Mm -hmm. and the shelves further away for when they get bigger either way i don't want to have too much of a gap between those two that if i take they're too tall to be on the shorter ones have to put them on the taller ones, but then that's too far away for those seedlings to have enough light and then they'll get leggy. That's the biggest issue I had last year mm-hmm. is that all my seedlings were leggy because they were stretching towards the light because those are great lights, but they have to be adjustable in height or else it creates an issue. And only way that I have to to put them up right now is zip ties. And it's extremely irritating to have to cut and re-put zip ties just to, to change the length of them. I can pull them shorter or closer and closer to me or pull the zip ties and make them further and further away from the plants but at some point would you rather have like a pulley system that's exactly what i need okay. i but i i haven't figured out how to do that and with that many lights i, I have to have a permanent that, light that's, setup that's when you say hey joey <laughs> i need a pulley system can you help me figure out a pulley system and then i'll ask you do you want a pulley system like pulley for each light do you want a rack how do you how do you want it I and then that's where you get lost is because I asked you one no, question. I need it. I need each shelf to be a, adjustable lights without okay. having to adjust the shelves. Mm-hmm. So I have to be able to uh, account for how tall they're going to be before they go outside and have the lights be able to get close to the seedlings and then go all the way up to that point so that I don't really have to move the trays at all. Okay. That would be perfect. Okay. And the shelves that are shorter are honestly there. I'm it's making me like, so like, ugh, I love the shelves that I have because they're, big and i can fit so much on them Mm -hmm. but the fact that the other shelves are perfect for the lights is just satisfying and so now it's making me like irritated (laughs) because i'm like dang it (laughs) i need i want them all to look uniform and that's how those shelves look uniform (laughs) Mm -hmm. so but anyways okay so yes i need i need a fully system okay i need to figure that out no i need to figure that out yes okay that's a that's what you you need me to figure that out for you got it so, so that I can have nice, happy seedlings. Because right now, I think almost all of my tomatoes, if not all of them, have sprouted. Mm-hmm. There's one tray where there's a mixture of peppers and tomatoes. And uh, I guess when I was planting them, I accidentally had dropped a pepper uh, seed into one of the tomato seedling trays. Oh, And so it sprouted, and it sprouted towards the corner of that uh, little pot because those are the square pots and so I it, it I dropped it into the, the corner of it and so there's a little pepper plant but there's still a tomato plant that grew out of the center and so I was like uh oh <laughs> I have to separate that before it's too late but all of them I'm like I'm like almost angry because 
I keep forgetting. I don't know what it is, but every time that I do this, the germination rate for everything is almost 100%, if mm-hmm. not 100% every single time because I'm keeping the room warm instead of using a heat mat. And so I yeah, keep you're blowing planting. it out of the water because I keep seeing this whole like, hey, if you're getting a thirty percent germination rate, you're doing great, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> I. And so it's just I. It makes me irritated because everything's like, oh, plant two to three seeds to a hole, and mm-hmm. I have all of those seeds sprout, and it irritates me because I I have two options at that point. I waste seeds by cutting the second one and not you know having them compete for nutrients until I can transplant them, or I wait until I can transplant them mm-hmm. and separate them then, and because you can't disturb the roots. Um, or else they they'll it'll stunt their growth, and I don't want to stunt their growth. But it just I it hurts me so much to go. Oh my god, this is a perfectly good tomato plant, but I have to cut it because there's a second tomato plant here already. It's just I don't like that. So I, I now that I have the te- seventy two cell uh, trays, I need to go and grab a bunch of uh, big old like hundred probably several like the three hundred pack of uh, solo cups because they're super mm-hmm. cheap, and I've been using those for you know plants and i can keep them in there forever <laughs> so yeah they're definitely reusable yeah and so i had some last year that i was using uh for my tomatoes uh, because those were the only those were the only plants that i really like started and kept going mm-hmm. from seedling and uh, from seedlings and did like really well um and i think a couple of jalapeno plants and then obviously the um cayennes but uh no, they they did they did really well in those. The problem was that I had left half of them outside, and so now they're all brittle. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I can't use them because I go to grab them and they just snap. So they're reusable if you don't leave them in the sun for you know four months. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, I I'm that's definitely a good. It's it's I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, you know what? It's not like the prettiest thing ever, but it works. Mm-hmm. And I'm never going to not do that now that I know that it works and it works well yeah. and they're big and they're, you know, cheaper than going out and buying the compostable. Know, yeah, yeah. Well, those and just regular big pots yeah. because like, you know, some people just collect them doing all the gardening, you know, as long as they do, they have a bunch of them and mm-hmm. I have a bunch for bigger plants, but obviously not. Yeah. That's just more soil that I'd be wasting for indoor plants, keeping them away or keeping them okay that long. So no, I I definitely I I'm I'm excited cuz I put them in I put the tomatoes in the square pots this time. So that means that they're going to be um in there a lot longer. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to worry so much, but I'm still just ugh, I don't want to I don't want to have to cut plants. It makes me sad. <laughs> I don't want to waste them. Yeah. And I don't want to kill them by trying to separate them and destroying their roots or stunt their growth because you don't know that you stunted their growth until it's too late. Like you go to plant them outside and you're like, "Oh yeah, you got all these plants." And then they just don't grow. And you know, you wait and you wait and you wait because half the time you you transplant something, especially when it comes to tomatoes, you take half of the uh the leaves on the stem and you cut them off and then you bury the tomato plant and so so that it can grow more um roots from the stem because that's what tomatoes do sure. they grow and then they fall over and then they tend to grow more roots from the stem tomato wild tomato plants are extremely invasive <laughs> so um god i wish ours were <laughs> oh sorry. god no I, I no i mean i love tomato i, I just love tomatoes that's all there is to it so i i yeah tomatoes are great it's just they with it, it, we honestly could grow them like that, and a lot of people still grow them like that. It's just the amount of space that you need for less tomatoes is mm-hmm. 
it's not it's not beneficial and they are detrimental to themselves because one tomato has so many seeds you know they grow and then they topple over and then they grow more roots and they keep growing out and about and then they have all of these tomatoes that grow and touch the ground and then they rot before they're even able to be you know eaten because they're touching the ground so it's some people do it like that but it's just that's why we grow them vertically now Mm -hmm. because it's just it's impractical so but no, so you, anyways, you bury the, you bury half of the plant so that it can grow more roots. And so it doesn't grow taller for like another, you know, two or three weeks after you plant, you transplant them outside because they're just growing their root system. So you don't know that they're stunted until you, you know, are two months later and going, yeah. Hey, why aren't you growing? And it's because the, the roots were disturbed. Well, and, I'm sh- and I'm shocked at how deep you actually plant tomatoes to make them grow. Like, yeah. Like I, I, you know what, but I'm. Since you, I have learned so much more about plants and so many weird things like, you know, when they put the ball of dirt on mm-hmm. the branch of a of a bush and, and it's like and that it just roots right into it. And you yeah. cut that off and just plant it. And you have a clone of the same plant yep. over and over again. I was like, OK, you know, yeah. it's like it's crazy to to look at like all of this and everything that's going on. I'm just like, oh, this is it's. It's impressive, but it's also impressively scary. <laughs> so <laughs> exactly, you know. <laughs> no, I my biggest things. If there's anything that I that I want that would be long term, um, that I that I like genuinely want, it's I want another pomegranate bush, and I want some kind of citrus bush. I want oranges and lemons and limes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to have those bushes because. I took care of them when we lived in, um, when I still lived with my parents, we had a pomegranate bush in our backyard, we had an orange bush in our backyard, we had plum trees, and we had a peach tree. The peach tree was extremely unhappy, and I didn't have access to the internet, so I didn't know how to fix it, (laughs) but the plum trees were, I mean, in California, you can ask anybody that lives out there, any of those trees that have purple leaves, most likely by the time the spring comes around, will have pink or white flowers, and the white ones uh, look ugly, smell amazing. The pink ones look beautiful, smell awful. <laughs> and mm-hmm. So it's always, you know, springtime in California is one of those like half and half. It's amazing. And also it's stinky. <laughs> so but the ones that grow with purple leaves on them, they have plums. And a lot of people go, oh, my goodness, they're cherries. They're not cherries. <laughs> they are plums. Um, yep. Cherries are not native to California in any way, shape, or form. So um, if there are cherry trees around, somebody put them there. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, yeah. the plum trees, yeah. they've always been there. So that's why they're still there, because people take them and they, you know, they, they're they so easy mm-hmm. to grow because they drop. Oh, my God. They drop hundreds of thousands of plums oh, every year. They're no. everywhere. They stain the, the concrete. It is awful. <laughs> and when, when I was ugh. a kid and we lived in Vacaville, we had a plum tree and an apricot tree. And the plum tree, like, you couldn't I... First couple of years, oh, it's great. My yeah. mom thought it was great. It's like, Save oh, for us. plum jelly, plum jam, mm-hmm. plum preserves, dried plums, which Eat are pruned. Eat them as a snack. It's super tasty. Right. Like, <laughs> But, you know, after your the, the <laughs> consistency mm-hmm. of number two changes from a solid <laughs> to a liquid, you know, um, yeah, it's, you're, you get kind of fed up with them. And then they get these weird bugs yeah. that, that come out. And they're, they're basically the fam- and the family stink bugs. Stink mm-hmm. beetles, so you don't want to break, you don't want to kill them because they reek. And me as a kid, having a sensitive nose as it was, ugh. So, yeah, that was. But, I mean, food, they're food. And, yeah. you know, they're nutri- nutritional, and that's that's an awesome thing. So And we don't have any trees here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, so I want, I want some bushes, yeah. little trees, even just varieties that, you know, 
aren't super that's just varieties that are specifically hardy to where we live i don't care what they are mm-hmm. i just want i want lemons i want limes i want oranges and i want pomegranates because citruses are easy to take care of mm-hmm. and pomegranate bushes once you get them going they just they they are so self-sufficient <laughs> like yeah. you barely have to do anything to them and, and they will grow you hundreds he, of pomegranates here in texas you have to be very careful with the, what oranges and those you grow there's, there's yeah. a lot of citrus laws and so you got to make sure that you don't get a tree that somebody smuggled in Oh yeah, no. I if if I if whenever we do get, I say if like we're not going to at some point. Whenever we do, there is a farm in particular Mm -hmm. that I had been looking at. It was also where I got the um, information about the avocado tree Mm -hmm. when we did have it. They have a bunch of stuff, and they're I think they're only like maybe forty five minutes away. Okay, but either way, I'm looking at once we get the north lot. Honestly, I was thinking about it and looking at it the way it's set up. I'm probably just going to clear cut it. I'm literally going to just knock out all the trees so that we can. Do orchard, do garden, do the greenhouse and everything there without worrying about branches falling from the sky and smashing through a greenhouse. Because it's like, yeah, we like having trees and everything, but I don't want a tree smashing through a quarter million dollar tr- greenhouse, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So as much as it, it sucks, too, because it's like a half and half, like, because you need out here, you need the shade mm-hmm. to have a garden. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it, it becomes impossible. Like everybody out here, when I the more and more I talk about it, the more and more people are like, yeah, no, watering once or twice a week. Bullshit for out here. Mm-hmm. Unless it's been raining in a nice wet spring for you that you don't have to be out there once or twice you, a week. You can water you're your probably once there. I <laughs> <laughs> just like you're probably there out there, if not every day, every other day watering mm-hmm. your plants because once it gets up into that eighty five, yeah, it's humid, but the plants just they just they can't handle it. So it's just it it sucks. They don't have those cool nights like everywhere else. Their zones are so different. They get, you know, 85 during the day, but they go back down to 60, mm-hmm. 60, you know, 65 once the sun goes down. And so the plants have that break. They don't have that out here. We get 75 at night once it's, you know, yep. summer or even just later into the spring. It doesn't go. It doesn't drop below 65 at all. <laughs> so the plants don't really get a break. It's still warm. And so it's just that's why bugs are so, you know, active out here. And mm-hmm. I that's the one thing that I am like excited for again is it's too quiet without our cicadas. Yeah. The cicadas go away for the winter they're and then it's noise. just so they, they quiet. Become, they become white noise. You get to that point where they're just you're like, you know, Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, when it, our cars stop driving by, you know, after everybody, st- you know, isn't mm-hmm. everybody's home at the end of the day and we're sitting out on the porch, if there's not the buzz of cicadas, it's mm-hmm. just like. Oh my god, it's too quiet. I can hear myself think I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, no, but then it is still just equally as annoying when a cicada gets like right in the front yard and we're sitting out there and it's just <sighs> hitting that right pitch mm-hmm. and we're just like, oh my god, shut up. <laughs> so, so it's a love hate relationship. Yes, most definitely. When so. they're off into the bush line, I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they're right there and next to the windows, yeah, they love to shed on our house yeah. too. They love molting like on the house. It's like really, yeah. Like, come on, you're, you're, how are you? You're not even invisible like <laughs> you know what are you doing and it's like how does nothing get to you shell, first right well we don't know maybe something's like waiting all yeah. right and now you know type situation but it's it's kind of crazy so um something fun on the side so if i asked you to name the top 15 best cities in the united states how many of those cities would be in california I don't know, one or two. Okay. What would those cities be? It's either San Francisco, Los Angeles, or San Diego. No, no, and yes. 
So San Diego. Okay. So uh, Travel and Leisure just released their new uh, 15 best cities uh, for 2023, right? Okay. And all I can say is the article is bullshit. Like, literally, it's it's bullshit. And I'm just going to say that is because, number one, Chicago's on the list. New York City is on the list. Like, that... Okay, I don't know much about Chicago just because I didn't grow up in a life where everybody talked about Chicago, but I know for a damn fact that New York is disgusting. And that is Chicago's the biggest the number one homicides. Yeah, see, US. I don't I don't know that, but mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. No New York is gross. It's fucking gross out there. And I, I people that live out there go, I need, you know, people that don't live in the United States and have, you know, haven't been to New York like, or have been to New York. Mm-hmm. Outs- I need everybody outside of that to know that New York is fucking gross. There yeah. are homeless people constantly wandering around, being gross, taking drugs, going crazy. There's always screaming going on, whether it's good screams, bad screams. There's always murders, gunshots. There's always, there's trash fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, people think New York is this gorgeous, amazing place. Everybody that, you know, always taught, like, when we moved out here, everybody was like, oh, you're from California. Yeah, I want to go there someday because people see california and they think san francisco Mm -hmm. or monterey even like Mm -hmm. they think beaches and beautiful and nice and 65 degrees every day and that's not how it is in california it's the same thing for fucking new york new york is not a nice place when you have to introduce people who are coming to your city with the phrase you'll get used to the smell yeah it's just that's, that's horrible and and like if it doesn't rain in new york for three days it smells like piss oh yeah it's it's, it's, it's oh rain. yeah wasn't that wasn't that where we had our first drop wasn't it new york yeah yeah, yeah. when I, was, when everything fell out of the trailer mm-hmm. yeah. yeah okay yeah because it's it was so gross yeah. it was summer it, it was, was nasty. nasty we were right out the burbs and it was horrible yeah we got out so. and i was just like what the fuck like mm-hmm. it's gross it just smells it yeah. is so weird if you Ugh, need rain yeah. for your city to smell good in less than a week y- you've got a problem and uh-huh. chicago look chicago's a windy city it's got a lot of things around it but chicago's number one in crime period i would never i will never take my kids to chicago i can say that i'm not, I'm not gonna say i would never i will never <laughs> take my kids to chicago you know um my my uh my ait much as my advanced intensive training after boot camp um after basic sorry um was south of Chicago, and I hated it. Everybody was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go in the city." Why? I went to the city once. It was just it. This is back in '92, and it was gross. It's like I'm never gonna go back there. I'm never. It's like I, I go there just to be reminded that I never want to go there. <laughs> it's not geographically pretty. I'm sorry. They freeze every winter. No, <laughs> you know. It's and that's like, so. It's so weird. People don't like. People either think 100% one way or the other, with both Chicago and New York, that mm-hmm. it's either like, oh, yeah, the, the the city is so pretty when it snows, and forget that it still does get 95 in mm-hmm. the summertime there, and it's nasty when it does, or they think, oh, man, you know, New York, it's probably just a, a nice, crisp, you know, breeze every single day because they're right next to the ocean. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's either cloudy and gross and muggy because it's a city, or mm-hmm. it's snowed on and everybody hates it because they live in the city and it's snowing and icy everywhere. And, you know, they get inches and inches of snow and they still have to deal with it. Yeah. And, I've, <laughs> and, and let's just so it's understood. I've been to the city several times. I've been to Chicago as a trucker several times. I've been to these places several times. So I'm over the course of, you know, 
five years. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about like, oh, we just came on a bad day. Oh, you know, right. Right. It's like, but but here's what's great. San Francisco didn't make the list. I'm glad no, it's, it's like, not. San Francisco is not nice no, in any way, shape, or form. No, it used to be. I I wish. Not in my had, lifetime. If I had a time machine, I know. If I had a time machine, I would take you back to 1992 in San Francisco. It was amazing. You know, I mean, it, it used to be gorgeous, but Napa's not in the list. Sonoma Valley's not in their list. Like, California only has one city, and it's San Diego, which I'm questioning. But San Diego's got some of the most beautiful beaches. I won't argue at all. And so if you want to go to San Diego and go to the beach, absolutely. Yeah, I've only been to San Diego once, Mm -hmm. and it made me so upset because I was sick the whole time. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I I I told you the story before, but I haven't said it on the podcast, I don't think. I was uh, maybe like 15 or 16, um, and the family uh, planned a a little mini vacation. It weren't going to be there very long. It was just like a weekend vacation, Mm -hmm. drive down there, stay in a hotel two nights, and then, you know, drive back the next day. We were going to spend time, you know, out on the boardwalk and have a good old time at the beach because my family loves the beach. Mm -hmm. And so that was the plan. Everybody had gotten so horrendously sick about two weeks before we went on that trip. And everybody was, you know, oh, man, if we're not better by then, you know, we can't go. You know, we have to, you know, put it back. And then, you know, everybody got better. And I had not gotten sick. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is amazing. And this is my curse. Everybody got better. Everything was great. Everybody was nice and happy. And then literally day of the trip, if not the night before, but, you know, everybody just thinks, oh, you know, I'm tired. If they get sick and they start feeling sick, like at, a, at nighttime. Mm-hmm. So they just like, oh, I'll go to bed. I'll probably feel better in the morning. I'm probably just tired. We're excited, you know, been excited all day. We're leaving tomorrow kind of thing. And so that's what I assumed it was. Went to bed, woke up the next day, absolutely horrendously sick. I was miserable. So we drove all the way down there, and I slept the entire ride. We got there. We went to the beach first and ended up just passing out on the beach, just sleeping the entire time. I was so sick. I don't remember Mm -hmm. a damn thing about Uh, that trip, except when everybody got in the car when we were leaving and how my siblings were going batshit crazy about how there was a whole arcade over at their boardwalk where they have all these cool, all these cool things at their boardwalk Mm -hmm. and they all got to go and I was on the beach, miserable, sleeping. I, I mean, it was like some of the mm. best sleep I'd ever gotten. I bet. Yeah, <laughs> but, I was going to say. But still, it's not what I wanted to do as a child. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to go play, and I couldn't. I was so miserable. And because I was so miserable, we didn't stay the weekend. We stayed the day, and then we drove back that night. But, no, I was I was so upset. And so I the only time I've been to San Diego, that's it. <laughs> I was sick. Mm. So I don't really count it. I've never been to San Diego to actually just go to San Diego. And that's the only thing that sucks. and moved away before I could. So now it's like one of those things where, like, I, you know, it'd be a whole planned vacation now if I want to go to San Diego. Because mm. it's not even like I can go, oh, hey, I'm going to go visit the family and then go to San Diego. It's still eight, nine hours away. Yeah. So it just sucks. Which uh, we drive that, and, you know. It is funny that being a trucker does change my perception on how long a drive is. Like, because mm-hmm. when I lived in Sacramento before I became a trucker, I barely went to the city. I was like, that's an hour and a half away. <laughs> you know, now I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Let's go to Houston. It's three hours away, but let's go. I've got nothing better to do. Yeah, so. I think that's funny, too, because I look at it differently now, but not in the same way. Like, mm-hmm. if, if <laughs> it sucks. Like, I wish there was a way to just tow 
Blucifer or Seven using M mm-hmm. because I hate when we take long drives and we're sitting in the car or in the truck. But when we're in, you know, M, you know, our big old, big old oh, nice yeah. happy truck, I can stand up <laughs> when stand we're driving. Up, stretch your legs, do yeah. a lap, jog a little bit, throw a kid from one side to the other, not touching. <laughs> you know, it's no, it is. It changes know, the, if how never, long it feels. If you've never been in a semi tractor. You really should like just go and get yourself into a conventional semi tractor just just to look at actually how much room is inside because it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like there's a lot of room in them. But I get behind the wheel of the truck and it's like t- the knowledge that in three days I'm from one coast to another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, it puts perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And so it's weird, like because if we if we have Lucifer, it doesn't bug me as much. And I, I this is where it, it sucks because like I enjoy when we go on road trips, mm-hmm. when it's just the two of us, because then I can sit in the front and I don't have to worry about it. When we when I sit in the back, I don't have any room for my legs. My legs are long, and so it sucks. And so being in the back, it, or, like, it literally hurts, and it feels like it's forever whenever yeah. we go anywhere. Like, we went to well, that one time that we just went to Houston, mm-hmm. and uh, it wasn't, like, our original path, too. So we were, in the, we were in the truck for, like, three and a half, four hours driving down to the, the beach because we went into, you know, three different places before yep. that. Yep. And so we went on a whole roundabout, then went down, and then drove back. And it was just, like, I, that whole ride down there in the back. I mean, one, because I didn't know where we were going, so it didn't feel like, oh, hey, we're going to Houston. It's only three hours and set my brain up mm-hmm. i didn't know what we were doing we were just driving in a direction and i was like oh, how long are we gonna be in this fucking truck because i my legs hurt <laughs> so but when we're in when we're in m we'll be like okay we're four hours away from home and then we blink and it's like oh my goodness we're down the streets like, mm-hmm. what <laughs> it doesn't feel like well, yeah. it's, it's mean, as long as it is how many vehicles can you be in where it's like hey i need something to drink out of the fridge great can you go ahead and make me some popcorn all right you know yeah. what, let's go ahead and what's you know I want to take a nap. Okay, I'm going to go lay in the bed yeah. in the back. It's a, it's a different world. Yeah, if I wake and, up and, because we honesty, were when, late up and mm-hmm. then I go, you know, we get up at 3 in the morning to make our drive again. Then I go, hey, I'm still tired. I'm going to go sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I can go sleep. And I wake up later if I only slept three hours. And by, you know, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, if I'm still tired, like, hey, I'm going to go take a nap. Mm-hmm. It's a weird concept. So, yeah. And and the bed in, in M is extremely comfortable. Yeah, I, I I've did debated get the best mattress <laughs> that was possible for that for that truck and I got it and it was worth every penny yeah. of it. It was $645 and I remember that going I uh, this is crazy. And <laughs> I spent that money and oh, I am so glad I did. Mm-hmm. So, that was literally the like I still Sometimes I'm like, I want to go out and just turn on the engine and just go take a nap out in the truck. You know? <laughs> I was going to so. say, there have been times that I've debated being like, hey, can we just like sleep in the truck just because tonight? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, it's nice. It's so yeah. nice oh, to yeah. sleep in the truck. It's comfy. Well, I'm going to get out of here. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up because I got stuff to do and you're going to ask me what I'm doing. It's none of your business. So, so I don't have a truck, so I'm limited in what I can and can't do. So I'm going to go get some stuff done. I'm sure if you, you know, tinker your head for like a minute, you'll figure out some of what I'm doing, but it's not a big deal. So with that said, we hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. We've had a great week being with you and thank you for being with us this week. Thank you for bringing our numbers up and thank you for sharing because we know people have been sharing and telling other people about it because a lot of our local listeners in different areas are telling people and we're excited about that too. So um, we're thinking about getting some stickers up. So if anybody wants to get some, I'm going to probably pick a couple up myself. Um, just to, uh, if anybody's interested in having a little stupid podcast on everything sticker, that you can stick on your laptop bumper. doesn't matter what you want to put it on. 
but if you want just let us know uh, we're gonna you know I'm gonna look at a couple of different numbers and pricing and see what we can make happen but in the meantime thank you again for joining us I hope you have a great weekend and until then I'm Joey and I'm Kiki and we want to remind you that that which does not kill you isn't listening to your mechanic either so have a great weekend we'll see you Monday peace out with your peace out bye